it is not 2017. No. We thought 2017 was going to be the worst because all of our celebs were dying. <laughs> how young, how naive. We were a gentle group. <laughs> we were very different people back in 2017. Oh my God, we, we got married in 2017. Sure yeah. So what I was saying earlier is that I'm so upset that... Mm-hmm. Welcome to podcast. Oh my god! If we, it's it's quarantine time. We can't be stopping. <laughs> okay, for go, the go, intro. go 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 go. Okay, so what I was saying is that you bought me fruit snacks, and thank you. I think you actually bought these for the kids. But anyways, me. I hate you bought them for you. <laughs> We're adults. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I hate that they come in individual little niblets because I just want it to be one large muff. Yeah, that I can move in my mouth. Sometimes you know? it's just, just a whole hand. Oh, she just did. It. She really did it. Mm. Hey, Veronica, what was your favorite part about today? My favorite part about today. Wow, addiction. You have a full <laughs> mouth. Good to know. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> this is a family friendly podcast. Is it? <laughs> my favorite part about today. Uh huh. So much. I'm sorry. Cut. No, I won't. I won't edit it. Everyone's gonna hear everything. Mm. We do refuse to edit these podcasts. <laughs> By we, we mean I. <laughs> yeah. Well, while she's doing that, uh, we came at you really recently with a a corn cat, but we're coming at you again because it's just it's so nice to podcast, and it really helps break things up and. And just it's a it's a great time for me to spend time with you and yeah, talk. Yeah, you know, chat. if anything, what what this has taught me is that at least this will help me know what day it is because <laughs> they all blur yeah, they really blur together. Um, you know, I take um, I take medication in the morning and in the evening. And oh God, we forgot to intro. Go ahead. I... <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a fruit snack? Yeah, it sounded like you tried to suck it into your throat from your belly button. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Podcat, the premier podcast of the Podcat Podcat Network. I am one of your co-cats. My name is Sam Brady. <laughs> Sam Brady. And I'm joined, as always, by... May. It's May, Veronica. <laughs> I was just telling, I was just giving Sam the signal that like, hey, lower your voice just a little bit because we're on a shared wall hey, over here. Always be aggressive. Be the aggressive. Oh my God. Anyways, um, we were talking about fruit snacks. I wish they were all just one big clump. Yeah. My favorite thing is like when you leave a fruit snack somewhere, like a little package of them and they get a little melty and then you have no choice because they've turned into one gelatinous glob. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, put yeah. it on my tongue. You're like, oh no, how could this have happened? What I'm going to paint my roof of my mouth with this and then you just suck it up there. <laughs> Sorry about that person who doesn't like that. Um, yeah. So anyways, quarantine is weird. I didn't know what day it was until I had to they type it in here. blur together. I've been going at my work really hard. Uh, and I think doing... I feel like I work more at home. I do more. I definitely do this more. This is disgusting American worker guilt, and I fucking can't you, stand you it. You ha- helped me take a mental health break to flex a little bit of time because I've been working quite a bit more than eight hours yeah. several, several days. And so I did just a little bit of, of, of that today. It was so nice just to, to step away for it and consciously... Just be like, okay, I'm just going to breathe for mm-hmm, a minute because mm-hmm. I just feel like I've been sprinting at one thing 
home, work, wherever, um, just 110% for quite a while? Yeah. Um, I, I have several conference calls every single day. And at one of them, um, I posted this on Twitter, but someone said like, hey, you know, one of the ways that I'm staying in my work state of mind is that I'm fully dressed, work pants, work top, do my hair, do my makeup. Um, and I was just like, fucking antichrist over here. Like just capitalizing off of this. This is disgusting. I can't stand it. 100% sure that they are not human. Uh-huh. Which Nika Howard confirmed for me. Mm. So, you know. Mm. We know. We know yeah. who the lizard people are. <laughs> now, Veronica, am I a lizard person? You are, because you come downstairs in your full dress work dress, uh-huh. um, dressed all the way to the nines. Mm-hmm. I, only, I only do my hair, but that's mostly because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how my hair feels and looks, so uh-huh. I, just, I like to do it. The only reason I don't do my hair every day when I'm um, at work from home is because I want to give it a break from product, so I don't. <laughs> that makes total sense, actually. But other than doing that, yeah, I get all the way ready 100%. But see, I could not go, I could not get 100% work attire ready and then not do my hair because I would feel like a fool. Because <laughs> my hair would look ridiculous. See, I feel like with my work thing, it, it, it works. I'm like the a background in a horror movie at the lab, you know, mm-hmm. like, we're like dressed very professionally, but like looking frantic. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyways, it's been a time. Um, it's been a real time. I'm so thirsty We've after really all been those fruit snacks. Stuck between these four walls quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, in the last little while, and uh, podcast is helpful for me because it's nice to get out and above your life a little bit, and, and you know, and to take stock. I, I feel like you know how in NES and and uh, Super Nintendo the game uh, he would oh, yes. save the game by calling his his dad and telling him about his day. Which I thought was a, such a sweet mechanic. I think it's a heartwarming thing. Yeah, that's but very, like, so cute. I always thought about that with like podcast. That's how you save the your game because you're getting you're, you're, you're talking about. How it. come Ash Ketchum never calls his mom? That would be a never. great save mechanic. But Nintendo, get on that. Actually, he's a man grown at ten years old yeah. and is ready for all that life has to offer him. You know, so I, as we all know, I really enjoy Animal Crossing. Yes, and um. So I finally got this game to work. I know I really just was so upset with it when it first came out. Um, and that is because we have two Nintendo Switches. I got one for my birthday. And um, I, if you run into this problem, actually, I'm just going to like solve this problem for anyone that's having this issue. So if you have two Nintendo Switches and you've bought Animal Crossing, a digital download on one of those Switches... You have to go into the eShop and make that switch that you've put the um, digital download on your primary switch. So that's in at the very bottom of your settings in the eShop. And that is when you can add a second player. Otherwise, it prompts the other player to go and buy their own copy of the game, which was nonsense. And it took me like a good 24-ish hours, I think, to figure it out close to 24 hours yeah. and then someone on twitter helped me figure it out and thank you i forget who you are but it was very helpful like it, it like had me in tears i was just so upset you were so excited for this game and as a parent it's just such a necessity to have a way for a kid to experience the game yeah. with you but then not also be throwing all your bells into the <laughs> oh scene. my gosh well eden got into some a trouble <laughs> because she has her own character and all this stuff and like when we thought that you know she wasn't gonna be able to play i was like well you can just use my character and then we made her her own and it was great and then i get to my she's like oh you have mail you have mail i'm so excited for you to check your mail 
And then when I get on, I'm like, where's my mail? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, where is my mail? You said it was ding, ding, dinging. And, you're, and she goes, oh, I don't know. I guess something happened. And I go back in because you can read all of the letters unless you delete them. And she had taken two of my presents. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Eden, where are my presents? And she goes, um, I put them in, in, our, uh, in our shared space. <laughs> And she did. She put them in the, we have like a little lawn in between our two houses Uh that we're just putting junk in. Uh, So we've got like barbecues and stuff out there. But I was just like, never steal from me in game again. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think she's done it again. It was pretty funny. That is funny. So she took my hula girl. (laughs) And I think some, some fruit from my mom or something i don't know you have a killer aesthetic going on your game in your island of st paxton which is your, mm-hmm. your island if you haven't checked out veronica's twitter you have to she's a video don't. of a sacrificial uh, uh, altar that she mm-hmm. created in the game that was really fun yeah i was really trying to evoke a midsummer vibe <laughs> you know I, the bear and fire yeah the absolutely. bear the fire yeah <laughs> wait did you not get it oh, I, no. i've got it as a sacrificial absolutely absolutely but did you get it as Midsommar? You know how slugish and foggy I've been Okay. Well, okay. Maybe I've, it just I've, wasn't as apparent as I thought it would In a malaise. What I should probably do is now that I have the ability to craft some clothes lines, maybe I should make the, you go through a maze of clothes lines, mm. and then you get to the sacrificial <laughs> bear. Oh, yes, of course. There you go. How could I have been so blind? <laughs> Oh, that's great. We love the movie Midsommar. I don't know if oh we exactly gosh. talked about it there, but it's it's really, really good. So, like, my second day working at my new job, um, did I tell everyone I have a new job? I'm sure you I did. definitely mentioned it, at least. I have a new job. I work um, at a university library um, at Wake... Well, I work at the, the university library at Wake Forest. Um, and so I went on a big tour, and I met the media collections person, and so she collects all the DVDs and everything, and um, she's... She was uh, highlighting some new stuff that they had just gotten in, and Midsommar was one of them. And I was like, oh, I love that movie. And she goes, oh, my gosh. One of the uh, faculty really suggested it, really wanted us to get it. He's going to be putting it in one of his classes. And um, I was like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, how do, I, how do I get in this class? It sounds great. <laughs> so anyways, um, really excited about that. But now, of course, that is an online class, I guess. I don't know. Sure, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's for next semester. They all are now. Yeah. All, all school is a lie now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, so our kids are going to school online as well. So, yeah, it's just, uh, it's an interesting time for sure. For sure. And our kids' school got, to, they were supposed to only have two weeks off. And then um, that was an executive order by the governor. And then um, we got notified Sunday that um, school will remain closed until May 15th. We certainly suspected. That. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that was like, I, I was not going to send those kids back to school was, at two weeks. It's the right thing to do. I was just like, yeah. well. It's tough to keep them. But they, I feel like they absolutely had to stay in as long as they could. Yeah. Just because they were new to this new school system. So every yes. second of instruction they get with the actual teachers is so important to them. But, um, you know, if they had been familiar with the school all along, maybe it would have been even sooner. Yeah. But. It would have been so interesting. Uh, so the kids have actually only been in school for two weeks total, I think. Yeah. So uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting. They barely got to like know their schedules and who their teachers were. We're really just kind of really starting to know 
who kids were. Yeah. And so now they're just kind of be like reset. It's such so. a weird in between time to be stuck indoors yeah. for all of us. We're, you know, at an apartment, a little bit less space we might have been. And it's, and, and it's, it was supposed to be very temporary, but we're getting to know these these walls quite a lot, a lot better than we ever thought we would. We thought oh we'd be gosh. exploring the city. Yeah. Obviously, that has not, not happened. There are so many trips that we had planned to take yeah. because Will Sam is going to be starting law school in August. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I will be. Yeah. Just whether digitally or, or not. I don't know. You, you don't should... think I am? Well, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Maybe if you, you have to delay a year so you don't have to do online first year law school, might be a great Dean idea. Dean Aiken, if you're listening. <laughs> so happy about the package <laughs> we're gonna do great things together and i'm optimistic about heck this heck about what's coming up <laughs> all right maybe we will edit this one <laughs> <laughs> no we're <Just> fine <laughs> but yeah we but don't. but the idea was to experience this area yeah, now that's why we moved so early other than <laughs> other than me getting the job here you getting the job we were like yeah and we definitely we... want to be moving right before it's, no. you know starting something new like that that's a that's some real cute uh zoomer, <laughs> zoomer <laughs> things business. that are happening yeah that's some zoomer business right there uh-huh. so yeah I it's don't gonna know. be my admitted student day here so <laughs> which will not, oh, not be going in person online? i am going online okay. i was gonna think about the mechanics of that because i want to you know be very present and be able to talk if i can uh, and it's going to be like pretty long so yeah. i might set up a little mini office in our room or something uh, but yeah, that that admitted student day will be here really soon, so that'll be fun. Interesting. Well, that'll be fun. Um, yeah. So we had wanted to go and see our good friends Matthew and Molly, uh-huh. <laughs> and the kids had wanted to go and see the uh, Cherry Blossom Festival, or I guess it's I don't know if it's a festival or not, but wanted to see the Cherry Blossoms in DC. That's not going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. Like just all sorts of things where we were like, oh, we're Disney gonna go World. To, yeah, Disney World. Like all of these plans are just like, well, yeah. try again. Yeah. So, I mean, which is probably fine because it costs a lot of money it to move. It costs a lot of money. Or, or... Well, just to move. And so it'll be nice to not have to have those expenses while we're also trying to maybe find a new home and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be it'll be a time for sure. Yeah. Very interesting days. Yeah, for sure. So what's been on your mind today, Veronica? Oh, well, can I get back to you on that? I'm about to die of dehydration. I'm going to go get a LaCroix. Go get a LaCroix. I'm a real LaCroix boy. I always have LaCroix, and I do really love it. This podcast is not sponsored by anyone. We would never accept corporate sponsorship, but boy, do I love the refreshing taste of a nice, crisp LaCroix. Yeah, grip it and rip it. (laughs) LaCroix. Uh, so we watched the show Making It today. It's very cute with Nick yeah. Offerman and Amy Poehler. It's pretty fun. Although one of the judges, who is the walking, talking commercial for Etsy, is <laughs> kind of funny. Like, boy, I really love what you did here. It's so similar to what many people can buy and do themselves on Etsy. If anyone wanted to go themselves, they certainly could. And they're just like, okay. And the show continues. Yeah, I don't like it. So that, that judge kind of annoys us. But the other judge I really love. Yeah, I, I like him. And I, lo- I love all the castmates. And the I've 80s seen him on players. a lot of different little things. Really? And so like when I saw him, I was like, oh, what? He's the window dude. And yeah. then they introduced, I never know his name, but I know him as the Barney's window guy. Yeah, he's he's a very nice guy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's sometimes a tough needle to bear to be like um, pushing people to do more, but then be such a, their biggest fan. And I feel like he does that for people so, yeah. so well. For sure. Uh, 
that show's been very cute. We really pinched it with, with Eden today, and that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Other than that, um, what's been on my mind? <laughs> How to get some more bells. <laughs> <laughs> All I've been doing like in my spare time is playing Animal Crossing, um, which I really don't have a whole lot of spare time. One would think that maybe like working from home, you would have a little bit more spare time. Like I feel like I go to the bathroom less. I use less of my lunch yeah, hour. For real. And I still work regular or even longer hours yeah we, we we make it a point to have a phone call where as much as the possible the whole team can be on it mm-hmm. and we also make it a point to just talk to each other like human beings for that that phone call it's a productive use of our time if we're just yes. able to have a little little coffee cooler time but it's it's never enough to synthesize a working day and it really no. lets you it really I, I i feel like it opens up your eyes to how much of working with people is is uh productively just working on those work relationships and having that be a, a something that, that's a good use of your time but is not exactly just no, nose to the grindstone all the time so when you're at home and crises are happening mm-hmm. and you've got a position of some responsibility it that nose never leaves the grindstone and yeah, it's, it's no, kind of kind of grueling i feel really depleted sometimes here like, like it's hard to be present and yeah. I'm very tired. It's, it's been just, it's just such a crazy stressful time. It's been really kind of interesting to watch you transition into into this position where, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of understanding of what you did. So you have a very like technical job, and so kind of like just being able to like watch your screen and like all of these tiny little things that you're doing and all the minutia and then hearing conversations you know with your colleagues and everything i was just like whoa okay i have a better understanding of what sam does that's so neat yeah and it's so funny because i am in my third week now i think third or (laughs) fourth week of of work of which i've spent half of my time at home Uh Um, so i was telling uh my we had a little um we're on the eighth floor of the building so it's just um the administration team and so we had our little small meeting today and I was just like, I actually am just really upset about this, like mostly because I work so hard to learn people's names. Yeah. But in order to be able to like kind of stay fresh on that, I need to see that person. I need to be able to make like all of these mental connections to like their workspace and what they do and like, you know, just like kind of learning their routines. And so um in my second week or really at the end of my first week people were like oh my gosh i can't believe you know my name and i was like of course i do because <laughs> <laughs> i have and, and i shouldn't feel this way but like um i've had many times where someone has known me for a really long time like months and they'll call me vanessa or something and i'm like mm. you work with five people <laughs> yeah there's no reason you shouldn't know my name and it's been such an irritating thing for me i don't like that at all absolutely which is why i always give everyone the out of calling me just v it's super simple <laughs> it's the only nickname that i ever let people call me do you remember one time i don't want to give too many specifics but do you remember one time when you gave a presentation to a group of people about specifically how important it is for you to be called by your name yes and the person constantly got your name wrong after that now they were 
sometimes when you're in a public setting like that, you can short circuit, and it's so hard to recover if you're very embarrassed. But yeah, it was just like it's such a thing, a specific thing for you. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like it, and I don't like to misremember people's names mm-hmm. or forget their names. It's really important to me that I don't. That's great. Um, now I give myself a lot of slack if I see you maybe once or twice a year. I'm like, sure. oh, okay. That's fine. But if any opportunity presents itself for me to know, like, oh, I'm going to see that person, I'll practice your name. And, like, I'll even say it out loud a couple of times so that I don't fuck it up. So. That's awesome. That's very good. Well, is that. it? I don't know. It's a little obsessive. <laughs> <laughs> I um, People thought it was so funny when I first got my job um, at the city of Tyler, especially when I had a job where I interacted with, with um, elected officials or, or leaders, is I had flashcards of people to remember them really quickly and I said that people just thought it was so funny because I could see my desk my desk was a very public feature so so everyone so some people saw that and thought it was so funny but as a senate page if you uh misspoke a a senator's name it could Mm. be like a huge catastrophe so you weren't allowed to come to work and it was so important that you go to work I mean your senator's office can hear if you don't go to work but in order to go to work you would have to take a test where it's like names to faces or details about people you had to match them but oh, you had yeah. to inside out forwards and backwards know people's names and sometimes even staffers names you just had to really be precise at it and i always did it by flashcards to like cram it so i'm just used to, to cramming in that way about that thing with flashcards about those details very consciously so. yeah absolutely so yeah I, I my my big thing is that now i'm not going to be able to remember these people's names part of my job is going to be overseeing the uh, big capital improvement projects that we mm-hmm. do for the library and so I need to know the space as well. And I like I went to go pick up um, an adapter um, from the circulation desk that um, uh, IT had left for, or the tech team had left for me. And um, I was just like, where am I? <laughs> I had so completely turned around and I was just on the first floor. But then I had like the additional anxiety of like, oh, God, I hope I don't accidentally bump into someone. And like, <laughs> you know, the, the people that are working there, the custodial staff, I don't want to like bump into them and then them feel like, oh, no, I'm exposed or I'm at risk. And oh, it's just so stressful. Um, and we have to sign in and out of the university so everyone knows like where you were, you know, who so they can like if there is a. a an outbreak or whatever they can let you know to go get tested uh, so then i had to like tell my boss i like typed her this thing i was like this is where i was this is the time i was there these are the people i maintain my distance from and it's just <laughs> so interesting and so mm. weird i've never had to be more accountable for my time but it was the most stressful two and a half minutes oh my goodness <laughs> well anyways. speaking of pandemics and of work yeah my work is in uh gis which some people are not familiar with, but I think a lot more people are and don't know it right now at this moment in time because there's the John Hopkins um, COVID-19 tracker and that's a GIS application. So if you, if you have, have seen that uh, big one, it's the big black and white map of the world with the red hotspots for the infections that gets live updated. Now it's by County in uh, North America, but that's a GIS application. So I do systems like that. Yeah. It's really neat. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, look at the John. Um, search the John. Well, if you're if you're not anxiety prone, because it's a spooky thing to look at, but you can look at the Johns Hopkins RGIS. Yeah. Um, so let's not talk about that anymore. Let's talk about something exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, we are having a baby. Isn't that so thrilling? Just kidding. We're not. <laughs> I thought you said we were talking about something less stressful. <laughs> Oh, no, that would be so stressful. (laughs) (laughs) 
Veronica is such a kidder, and she really likes to like, get get people's goats and yeah. mess with them. What was that one time? Reese's peanut butter cups are like one of my favorite candies, and yeah. sometimes I I like a little sweet treat for myself. Well, I haven't done that in a while, but. I, I, I do, and I did, and I had three Reese's Cups, and I had mentioned to you how excited I was to eat them. So, to give someone a better visual, these are the, I would say, two and a half by two and a half inch square cups, not the little mini cups. It's a regular cup, mm-hmm. um, like you would just get. But they were but individually wrapped. individually wrapped. With like the foil kind of wrap. Uh-huh. And you had taken them out and then like put them neatly in a plastic bag, but I didn't know that, and like crumpled them up like you had eaten them. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited to eat these. And you're just like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you, these were yours or that you wanted them. <laughs> just to see this look of betrayal. <laughs> you know, that was like... Because uh, you know I don't like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Two months. Yeah, I knew you didn't even like them. There was like two months into us living together. <laughs> you did that. Yeah. Yeah, he likes the kid. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, and I had saved them for you. They yeah, were just in you a, did. They were just in a different bag. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't eat your treats no. to be mean. No, no, no. <laughs> you just allowed me to believe that and reveled in that delicious moment. <laughs> just ate it up like a steak. <laughs> it was good. Like a sack of fruit snacks. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gosh, the good old days, man. That was what, 2015? I guess that was 2015. 2015. What a different universe. Yeah. So you moved in about this time. Yeah. 2015. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, happy five years. Hey, happy five years. For those who can't see us, we're uh, shaking. We don't hands. have the premium channel. We are yes, shaking premium. hands. Um, premium brought to you by, LaCroix. by our LaCroix <laughs> Super Pack. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, super snack, more like. Oh, my. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know about you, Veronica, but I got to leave this program so I can get myself a nice, refreshing LaCroix. Oh, is me drinking this LaCroix in front of you? No, it's fine. Making your tongue so shriveled and dry. <laughs> was that a uh, vine, I think, uh, or, or something where it's like them making a LaCroix, and it was this glass of water, and it's this grape, and they just squeeze off a dropper one drop out of the grape into the water, and they're like, done. <laughs> I have never seen that, but that sounds great. The essence of one drop of grape. <laughs> essence. We must get the essence. Sam, what is something else that's great? Something else that's great. Yeah. Name one thing that's great in these times podcasts are very funny podcast podcasts are getting real funny oh yeah you can tell that these podcasters are now home and they're like oh what do i do <laughs> what am i gonna do to sustain myself i mean we're doing it there is a very funny hollywood handbook and it came never out heard of it the day i that, won't acknowledge it It was the day that people were quarantined and, and schools were canceled it was like you know you remember the day that things changed and they released it that day and they recorded it that day that day and the whole premise was these people are scared. Well, we're not scared of a thing, but they were obviously called on like a phone call. And they're like all these connection issues, but they're <laughs> pretending like they're in the same room as each other. <laughs> it was them and the comedian Sid Man. <laughs> it was, it was, oh, it was delicious. <laughs> that sounds really funny. <sighs> well, Sam. Now that I'm reciting a premise to Hollywood Handbook on our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's what, what I said. Peak entertainment is this. God. Everyone's going to unsubscribe. 
<laughs> I, don't know, I don't know that we have any more subscribers. Do we? Probably not. Yeah. Eh, who cares? We make this for ourselves, really. Yeah, that's very true. It's mostly a journal. <laughs> that's that's also true. <laughs> oh, God. Hit us up with those podcast recs, I guess. Yeah. No, don't, actually. Don't give me any podcast recommend. Give those to Sam. Give me good audiobook. Oh, yeah. I want to. We're going to talk about the most dangerous animal. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Sam and I watched the best uh-huh. four-part but, but miniseries. But do we spoil what it's about? Sam, we're giving it the bump. Okay. We've got to give it the podcast bump. Okay. But let me tell you, this is a recommendation, but with an action item. Action item is you got to stick with it. Because it, it ends up being not exactly what you think at the, the beginning. The payoff is going to make you so yeah. happy. You'd be like an episode, two episodes, a little bit in. Like, oh, long into the series. Oh and you could just be like, some of these choices, I'm not sure. And then whew, there's a there's a, a turn. There is a turn. And I did not see it coming. I rolled my eyes so many times during the first two episodes. Yeah. And like, we have a very liberal use of the pause button in this house uh-huh. and so like anyone can call pause and so so many times during the first and second episode i'm like pause this is unfucking believable <laughs> why are they letting this person get on the television like i was so mad okay so the premise of the story is what it's what is it called again the most dangerous animal yeah of all? the most dangerous animal of all and that comes from uh one of the zodiac letters that he wrote to a newspaper about why he likes to hunt Manhattan because man is the most dangerous animal of all yeah so um it's it's a person who wrote a book yes um and that believes that their father is the zodiac their killer biological father who was involved in um them being given up for adoption under crazy circumstances yeah uh, at their, in their infancy believes that, that that person is the zodiac killer yes and um has all of this evidence or shall i say evidence uh uh-huh. and um these wonderful producers just let him tell his story yeah and then we get to watch what happens when you let someone tell their whole truth. It was the Democratic Center. I think it was Diane. No, no, it wasn't Diane Feinstein. I can't remember which one it was. Diane Keaton. <laughs> I was going to say Feinstein, but it wasn't. It definitely wasn't her. It's a more Midwestern one. Um, but she would talk about um, running political ads against other people mm-hmm. with like the strong narrative choice, where she was kind of famous for she'd run ads for um, some of her opponents, and you know they. Would I be, remember this. Yeah. <laughs> but this one reminded me of her, like this really deliberate framing and letting people tell their stories. Yeah. Give people all the rope that they want. Yes. That's a great way to put it. Yes. They gave him just a Oodles barrel of, of rope. rope. <laughs> and he used every, he just came and back for like, more. I feel like I, I need like some seconds. more rope. <laughs> more. I feel like I deserve and entitled to more rope. Oh. I feel like you can't understand the pain of not having rope. Like I have felt. <laughs> It's so good. Please yeah. watch the show. It's on Hulu. Um, it's an FX production, I think, or it's on FX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's on FX. But you can get it through Hulu. Through yeah. Hulu. Um, it was a great two-nighter for us. We watched two episodes um, each night, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was not until the very end. Uh, can I say the line that got me when I sure. was just like, this is a twist. This is a big shamalam along me. <laughs> <Let's hear it. laughs> so um, there's a handwriting. Yeah. 
I knew it was going to have something to do with him. There's a handwriting analysis dude, uh-huh. and he gives testimony, or not test, like not official testimony, but he like says, oh, this is for certain this person's handwriting. Uh-huh. And then episodes and episodes later, we forget about this guy. We're like, Who, yeah. who's this guy again? Uh-huh. And then he comes back and he's like, well, what this leads me to believe is that it's either this person, the prime suspect that we've been following this whole time, or it's the pastor. Yes, it's the pastor who filled out the marriage certificate, and he's writing the letters for the Zodiac Killer. Okay, now we've totally spoiled the entire twist and turn, I feel like. <laughs> but that moment was just like, what the fuck? The kind of like ego, I feel like, is some of the subtext of the entire show. And yes. it's kind of a Rorschach like Zodiac is a Rorschach test for people for ego because people project ego onto it and it consumes them in a unique way. I love that they studied the histrionics of that because that's such a compelling idea and you really see people fall poly to it. But mm. even other kings of small kingdoms, you know, will just oh. like ego is just such a maddening, blinding thing. Yeah. A, and you really see it in this in a way that that's, I feel like almost scary because you wonder what am I blind about in my own world? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we all have our complete and total blind spots. You oh, know? yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's interesting. There are so many times when I wish that I could view myself through someone else's lens, you know? And I mean, because I think you can think very objectively about yourself and, you know, see your faults or whatever, but you'll never see them in the light that someone else sees those things. And, you know, how how are you the monster to For someone? For sure. Yeah. I mean, cause, and everyone is the monster. Yes. That's certain times and certain ways absolutely how you deal with that is so much it's it's not that you are the monster it's it's how you deal with that i feel like it's so much more telling of of it and people deal with their own being a monster in um admirable and less admirable ways absolutely so anyways i don't think that that spoils it i hope i hope that i hope that that whets your appetite yeah hopefully (laughs) and you're like i gotta know just take this this little handwriting analysis and come back for some more yeah, bring us your handwriting samples. And let us know if you watched um, <laughs> The Most Dangerous Animal of All. Yeah, oh my gosh, The Most Dangerous Animal of Pod. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Meow. <laughs>